Hello, folks. This is Shirley Myers with Angel Lady Movie Talk. And we go into deep dives on issues and experiences in our film, Angel Lady. And one of those experiences is miracles. And today, I have the extreme honor and pleasure of being able to interview my dear friend, Karen Archiplay of Archie's Acres, who had a major miracle healing with John Boucher, who is also going to be part of this podcast. Uh, Karen, hello, Archie's Acres. Can you explain um, what the mission is there? Okay, Sherry, thank you so much. What oh, an honor. And thank you for being here. Archie's Acres and Archie's Institute, we are a sustainable hydro organic farm. And we're in San Diego. We've been in existence since 2006. Um, I, we bought our farm after my husband served in the military, and it was a place where he could kind of decompress and we could start our life over um, out of military life. And and because of the high cost of water, we became a hydroorganic farm. And when my husband almost re-enlisted, um, that is when we created the Archie's Institute, which used to be known as the Veterans Sustainable Agriculture Training Program. And that that is where we're at today. We actually teach people to do what we do. And, and we believe that, um, as Ben Franklin said, that America was a quilt and on that quilt, every square was a family farm and we'd like to see a family organic farm. And so that's kind of the long and short of it. Karen, you have done an amazing job. How many students have come through the Institute? We are probably close to 500 now. Wow. And they're farming all over the world. Some are getting ready to retire. We have one student's retiring wow. at the age of 43 because he came up with a great business idea and, and he has absolutely done an amazing job. And we have other students that, that are still struggling and then other students that are just plowing along. <laughs> so it's all in between. Training itself is being offered online through, is it Minnesota? University of Minnesota Crookston. And it's a land grant university, and we're so honored to be on their main campus. So when a student takes our class, they actually are matriculated right into a four-year college, and that's a big deal. Wow. I felt so drawn to your mission, and now I feel drawn <laughs> even more to for people to understand a miracle, um, miracles that have taken place in your life. Thank you, Sherry. It's it's an interesting thing. It's something I don't ever really talk about. And that is that I have had cancer in my life for the last seven years, close to eight. Um, and, and it happened because of 30 years ago, I had radiation for Hodgkin's lymphoma. Um, and with that, it, they knew that I would probably have cancer later in life. And as a matter of fact, I think at that time, they told me that I wouldn't see 40. And I definitely made it past that, which I'm grateful for. Yeah. And that every day is a blessing for sure. What is your spiritual life? What is your spiritual belief? You know, I believe in God. I believe in good. I have not, not ever been a huge fan of organized religion. Yeah. I feel like that can be very destructive. 
but I definitely feel blessed every day of my life. And I believe that, that God is walking with all of us and God can be whatever you conceive him or her to be. Um, seven, well, seven and a half years ago, I was diagnosed with stage four breast cancer. And so that was, it's been a journey. Um, it has been really something to let go of, of uh, medical while still participating, but not allowing someone else to tell me, you know, how much time I have left or whether I'll, you know, be able to survive something. It, it, that really is something that, that um, you have to learn to be open-minded and say, you know what, doctors are not the law. They're practicing medicine and I'm so grateful for them, mm -hmm. truly, mm -hmm. but it is not the law. The first miracle, which happened with your jaw. I uh, was on a drug called Extiva and it gave me uh, osteonecrosis of the jaw, which means that your jaw is dying. <laughs> not a nice thing. Um, insurance will pay to have your jaw removed but they will not pay for the treatment to save it. And I, I am with UC San Diego and I am so, so blessed that I was introduced to Dr. Katja Archambault, who um, I called her office early on in my journey, trying to find a doctor. I couldn't find a dentist and my life was miserable. And I think that's actually right about the time I met John, because I know John even helped me work on my jaw. But what happened is the door flew open for me to meet Dr. Katja Archambault. Mm -hmm. And she took me in her office and said, I'm adopting you. I have this. This is what I do. Oh. <laughs> and she worked with me for the last three years. It's been really amazing. And my jaw is just fine today. And I, I really credit um, that experience being a true miracle but it was also connected with with the conversation with John Boucher. And I, I just realized that as we're talking. Oh, my. John was working on my jaw at that time. Wow. And that's what happened is it kicked open a door for a woman that actually had bought a laser machine that specializes in, in getting rid of the death of the jaw where the jaw can actually rehabilitate itself. Incredible. John Boucher is also an amazing producer. He produces commercials and he does media. And so I, we were talking about actually doing a social justice TV show using psychics, which I really thought was very, very cool. And that's, that's where we really connected. And then John is such a personable person and he, he'll ask you what's going on, <laughs> what's going on in your life. And, <laughs> And I think I did tell him what was happening with my jaw at the time. And that's kind of how we started talking about the medical mediumship that John does, because, you know, yes. he put energy on it to make it better. And then, boom, that's when I met Dr. Archambault. And I really believe that was divinely guided. I like to go to the last month or so. Karen, can we talk about the medical emergency you were facing this is incredible because, um, you know, John and I, we talk frequently, you know, we're always kind of staying in touch and, and I had had the right side of my face went numb in July of this year, July of 2022. And I was going for a speaking engagement in Monterey and I went there and I came back and I told my doctor about my face being numb. And I know that I probably mentioned that to John, but I don't think that we had 
in-depth conversations, but the doctor did an MRI of my skull and then also of my spine. And then they did a, a spinal tap. And what they found was that I had a spot of cancer on my fifth cranial nerve. And it was close to my pituitary gland, which is, you know, not okay. I mean, I'm grateful because it didn't hit the motor functions. Like if you looked at me, you wouldn't know because it didn't affect my smile. It was like, but it was still a complete numbness. Mm. And um, during this experience, um, I didn't really talk to many people at all. It's like I was just kind of going through my own personal nightmare. Yeah. And on August 16th, um, which I, you know, I think I texted John that, that I had stuff going on. But on August 16th, I went into this doctor's office, my neuro oncologist, and she said, you know, bad news, Karen. She said, there's, you know, cancer up and down your spine. You know, we think it's in the fluid around your brain. And we're going to need to put a port in your head within five days. <laughs> and we're going to have you radiated twice a week for five weeks. And then we'll go to once a week for perpetuity, which I believe what they thought perpetuity was, was about nine months because they thought I had lymphangeal which is cancer. And it's very common for breast cancer to jump like that. Yeah. And so it was devastating. I didn't call anybody. I didn't do anything. I came home. I laid on the couch. <laughs> I think I just went to bed. On August 17th, I, I got up in the morning. I do tarot readings. I did a reading. And when I hung up, John called me, mm -hmm. John Boucher. And he said, Karen, he goes, I, I just, I was just working on you. And he said, and I had a vision. <laughs> he said, all of a sudden there was a, a skeleton in front of me. And John, correct me if I did anything wrong, but this is how I received it. It was, there was a skeleton in front of him and he saw all these black dots, you know, along the spine. And so he just dusted them off. And I said, wow, John, I said, thank you. You know, I didn't, I didn't think it was going to have such an impact on my life I said thanks John and I hung up and I'm going to just tell you within five minutes my neuro oncologist called me and she said Karen she said I'm calling you it's some interesting news she said I I haven't been able to get you off my mind and she said and I went back to your scans and I can't find the spots that were concerning me so much and she said we're not going to do anything <laughs> everything was scrapped and it was just like it was I, I get goosebumps as oh, I tell you this because oh, I, it was such a life-changing moment oh, I mean I went from on a railroad track that was rumbling and no pun intended John the conductor but a railroad track and I was suddenly off the railroad track and she said you go ahead and go to your oncology appointment today and she said and they'll probably just change up your cancer meds which I was on Ibrance and now I'm on Tamoxifen. Mm -hmm. But wow. John Boucher, tell us about yes. how, how does it come to you? How did you, did you get out of bed at three in the morning? How did this vision come to you? Okay, yeah, I'm just a room first. Anyway, so yeah, it was, uh, I woke up about three or so. And, um, you know, well, you don't know, but anyway. So I woke up around three, and I gotta go back to sleep. <laughs> and, uh, but I, I I could see this kind of looked like a X-ray, okay? Mm 
um, x-ray of the skeleton, the whole bit, and looking at it. And I'm going, well, that's strange. Why am I singing something like this? And I look and I see these little dots all over it, you know. Mm -hmm. And so I just started brushing them off with my hands best I could at three o'clock in the morning um, on a vision. And it went away. And I went, oh, that's a lot better. Good. Did you know it was Karen Archplate at that moment? I kind of figured it was. Oh, okay. You know, no, okay. no sign jumped up and said, this is Karen. Yeah. But she was the only one I've been working on on that particular thing yes. at the time. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, I brushed these things off and I wanted it all clear. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, the next day I talked to her and uh, she was telling me, I told her what that what I saw and hey. And so she told me what what she felt, saw, and the doctor said, No, well, good. I want to clarify that I told him after the doctor called me because I was tickled pink when she called me back and told me, you know, it's gone. I went, Really? Because I'm about the biggest out in Thomas around and Yet I'm the one that does this to these people. I, I, I want to clarify, too, that yeah. I was not on any medicine whatsoever. I was off all cancer meds at that time. I wasn't on anything at that time because they were trying to put together the plan, which none of it sounded fun. How do you feel different since this experience? You know what? I'm going to say I was released. It was like I had... I was feeling so like, you know, dragging through the mud and my face and going through all of, I don't know. I, I was like, suddenly life was feeling like a big shackle. Yeah. And when this happened, I felt, I, I don't think my feet have touched the ground yet. I feel blessed. Yeah. I feel like I, I it was like getting a pardon. Yeah. I have the steering wheel of my life back in my hands and I don't want to waste a minute. Yeah. I want people to know that we will have a link to John's amazing bio. John, you have said many times that you don't really understand how this happened, how this gift happened, or why it happened to you. Correct? That's correct. How do you feel with this gift? Do you feel burdened? In a way, yes, I do. It's funny you say that, you know. Yeah. Here, you got this fantastic gift yeah. to help people. And, um, you know, a lot of people just laugh at you. Mm-hmm. Be there? Yeah, oh, I'm okay. listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I make a living making TV commercials and television shows mm-hmm. over in Houston. And uh, this is basically a gift that I use yeah. to help people. and. And I think I get more out of it than the people do because it's really fantastic to see uh, some big old hunky guy in great shape, you think, and all of a sudden he starts crying. You know, I'm going, are you okay? And and they tell you, look, this is the first time I've been pain-free in I don't know how long. Really? And I'm going, wow. You know? Yeah. And it's just, it's just, uh, fantastic to watch and some of these people now somebody calls up and i'm talking to them and all that 
Like, you know, got a terrible, terrible migraine. Really? Well, let's see if we can get rid of it. And then do my thing. And then, uh, you know, I'll be gone. Is it gone? Feels a lot better. Is it gone yet? Well, it has gone. Well, good. <laughs> I really believe in God, period. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. I mean, that's God's thing. Uh, this is. It's not John. John doesn't walk around with some kind of magic thing. I'm just a middle guy. Mm-hmm. For some strange reason, God has chosen me to work through me to help people. And the only thing I can figure out with that is that when I'm in contact with somebody, this flows from God to me, to you. Mm-hmm. And I'm think I'm supposed to tell you that's not for me. It's for God. He wants you to have it because He doesn't want you know He doesn't want us to be in pain, suffering and pain. And, and when when you are or a member of your family is, it, it takes down everybody. I mean, it's, it's a great way to you know ruin a family or relationship or whatever. If somebody's sick. And everybody else is, oh, my, you know, working to help them. Talk more about this message that you wanted to give, which is God's out there waiting to give it to you. And oh, he really is. God wants to give it to you. And he wants you to know where it's coming from. Okay? It's just, yeah, and he wants you to say thanks. It's yeah. not much. Thanks. Thanks, mm-hmm. God, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, hey, thanks God for saving my life. Hey, don't thank me. Thank God. And hey, if you need it again, just call. Uh, may I may I interject also that when like something magnificent like what I experienced happens, yeah. Um, most of the people I have shared it with say, Oh, they must have misdiagnosed you. <laughs> you know, there it's always they always slough it off, but I'm going to tell you, I was in that doctor, that neuro oncologist office, and she showed us the, the x-ray. Yeah. I, I was there with a friend of mine who is science, 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 uh-huh. and, and she, we were able to see the x-ray, and then the next day, she wasn't able to find it, mm-hmm. and I think that when a miracle happens, we always think, well, our hair is going to turn white or there's going to be a burning bush that we can do a quick <laughs> selfie with, right? Yeah. Because you want the evidence. You want evidence. But I'm going to say, you know what? It's it's really a, it's like your ego has to step outside, out of the way. Yeah. And you just, I, I'm in gratitude. I'm in just nothing but gratitude. Isn't that part, John, isn't that part of, what prevents people from uh, uh, accepting miracles is their ego. I think society teaches us, look, go to the doctor and take a pill. You know, and that's not the answer on all this. Because even if you look at some of these pills, they go out and they then they turn around and tell you the side effects that could happen. Yeah. And they're da-da-da-da-da-da. You go blind. You know, you'd have a stroke. You can do all these things. And you just went in for something fairly simple and they give you some kind of medicine that could kill you. I mean, come on, you know. So, you know, but we are tuned to that, you know, go to the doctor. Go to, and now, wait a minute now. Don't mistake what I'm saying. I am not a doctor. I'm not telling you not to go to the doctor. 
I'm telling you, go to the doctor. And when you go to the doctor and everything, you know, well, give me who to holler. Because I, and that's one of the biggest things I've seen too. People have been going to the doctor for, I don't know how, it's just take a random number like a year. They've been faithfully going to the doctor and taking this medicine stuff for a year and nothing's happened. And then somehow or another, we get together and I do my thing and uh, lo and behold, the medicine starts working the next week. Isn't that something? I think that, you know, illness can become an identity. Yeah. And, right. and to let go of that identity and now be the healthy person is a really big deal. And it's a big step. Mm-hmm. And we don't realize that we keep ourselves back. And I hear what you're saying, John, is that they give, you know, the medicine, the credit a week later when it didn't work for a year. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, I think that that does happen sometimes because sometimes we don't accept that we're being right. touched by an angel. And right. and truly, you know, you might not see yourself as an angel, John, but but the angel, the angels that are around you definitely had a huge impact on my life. And I'm so grateful. Well, thank you. I like just being the middle guy and being able to help people. Like the body can can heal itself. Well, the body made itself sick, so the body can make itself well. I mean that that makes sense to me. But somehow or another, something's blocking it or brought it on or something like that. Mm-hmm. And somebody sitting in front of me, sometimes I can see this little line that goes from their head all the way down to the midsection, and uh, a, a little white line. And I'm looking at it. And as I'm looking at it, it's uh, if there's a, something dark or black or something like that. Well, I try and get rid of it. And when I, I think it's some kind of, I'm guessing, energy flow or something mm-hmm. that goes through there and it cleans it all up and allows that energy or whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. to flow mm-hmm. so the body can work on itself or so it can open yourself up. For whatever it needs. Does that make sense? Yes, of course. But yeah. it's it's something. Or if they're sitting in front of me, even uh, I can take my hands and kind of like scan a body. Scan. Never touch them. Just scan it. You know. Mm-hmm. And I can feel things like it's, it's like an arm or stomach or anything like that. I feel something hot. Mm-hmm. If I feel something hot, I just stay there and work on it until it's gone as I run my and not on them but you know six to eight inches or away or maybe a little more as I'm feeling that kind of like a scan if I feel something that's hot I stop and I work on it sometimes I can look and I can see something in there you know it's kind of strange hard to explain but sometimes you see I'm working on a spot and and uh it's hot, and I'll see a flash color, and then I notice that it's cold. <laughs> like, huh, isn't that something? You know, all kinds of different colors. Well, mostly blue and red and violet <coughs> would come out. So uh, I just do that until I'm happy that everything feels good. And people are usually feeling it at the time. I'm going, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. You know, I, I hear that a lot. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And actually, when they're sitting there like that, they most of them try to fall asleep. Some of them do. I said, well, well, tell me what you felt. Well, I was just sitting there, and then it got so peaceful, and I was gone. And then I saw my mind. I saw all these colors. Oh. I said, Real pretty colors, weren't they? He said, yeah. I said, I bet some of them were purple like you've never seen on the earth. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that tells me right there. You're going to give us your email, I guess, so that people can set up a time to talk to you on the phone. When you first talk to people, you can get a feeling. It's kind of like a direct line, either that or uh, text. But I really like talking to you first. Mm-hmm. And can you tell me what's wrong? Oh, okay. All right. And as they're talking to me, you know, just for a little bit there, and uh, asking me, you feel better now? And most of them, believe it or not, and they do, they feel a whole lot better. Mm-hmm. And, but I'm not finished then, you know, it's just uh, I made that contact. And then when I do my little stuff later on, it's, uh, you know, it goes to them and I continue for, you know, working on people at a distance. Even though I'm not talking to them, they'll feel it. It'll happen. Mm-hmm. For, for clarity, John and I have never met in person. Ah, oh, nope. do that. Wow. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh, and John has a website. It's yes. medicalmediumjohnboucher.com. Thank you, Karen. And Boucher? Is spelled B-U-E-C-H-E, John Boucher. So I, I'm going to have to wrap this up, but I did want to take a moment with each of you to just say what what's the message that you want people listeners to get from this they're telling of this miracle. God still gives miracles. Like like Karen's a good example. There's that's a fantastic miracle. Karen. Okay, I was just going to say um, what I would want someone to take away from this is that angels walk among us. And I know as you hear John describe how his humanness is fascinated with his angelness, I'm going to tell you angels walk among us. And when you are willing to let go and let God, it can happen. I, you know, I'm just going to say, I, I think it kind of reminds me of the footsteps, you know, saying I, I, I don't, I don't have it out right, but it's, it's, you know, when there's one set of footprints, it was then that I carried you. That's what this feels <laughs> like. That's what this feels like. And, and when you can accept that miracles do happen and, and take that identity off of yourself as the sick person, right? I yeah. don't. I mean, that, that to me is huge. And now it's like, I can go back to, to living and doing what I do. And I really love that. And I'm so grateful. And I'm grateful that John is touched, um, touched by an angel and that he has shared that with me. I am nothing but grateful. And thank you, Sherry, for putting it out there because if we can even bring hope to one person, then I think we've right. done a big thing today. Thank you both. Thank you for your, your, your love and your warmth and your time, your miracles.
Please visit our website, angelladymovie.com, to find out more about our guest and our film.